Secrets from a Coach. Thrive and maximise your potential in the evolving workplace. Your weekly podcast with Debbie Green of Wishfish and Laura Thompson of Phenomenal Training. Debs. Law, you all right? I'm all right. Ahoy there, Captain. Oh, ahoy there. Feels to me there are some waves of change. What, more change, everyone says, <laughs> in the horizon. Um, I don't know about you, but I'm picking up some rough seas potentially ahead that people are thinking. The summer months have gone. Typically, the summer months are associated with calmer seas. You might not have felt it at the time, but we all know that when the season changes, so do the weather patterns. And I just got a feeling, Debs, from some of the team interactions we've been having, I think we've got to gear up for a couple of months of some interesting waves of change and some rougher seas than maybe uh, we thought might be happening at this time. Because this is supposed to be the recovery phase, yes? Yeah, it's supposed to be, isn't it? Absolutely. But I think, as you said, now more than ever, it's like, oh, okay, are we ready? Um, And I think, as we said, taking that time out for you and making time for you over the next couple of months is going to be fundamental to your own well-being and resilience, I think. Yeah, too right. Because if you go overboard, then you've lost control of the ship. Anyway, you know, (laughs) other people have then got to work harder to sort of chuck the, you know, the life jacket out. Um, And I think if we just do a little bit of a sort of check on the horizon. So what's happening around us? Well, physically, we've been 18 months since everything started kicking off. You know, the waves of change happened March 2020. What's then happened is we're sort of at our lowest resilience, our lowest ebb, really, because we've sailed these this new ocean for quite some time. You know, I like a metaphor, Debs. I I'm know you love it. a metaphor, Law. I'm just, I love where this is journeying. <laughs> wow, look at that. <laughs> Nice one. Uh, Not barnacles this time, but it certainly is. Blistering barnacles. If your world of work is feeling a little bit full on at the moment, how do you not get washed away with it? And if we just sit and consider all that is going on, for example, anyone that's taken out a bank loan, for example, at some point, the doors are knocking to start repayment. Furlough is finishing. Um, Anyone who works in finance at the moment is trying to ask for suppliers to pay the bills on time and Ooh, the squeeze is all just starting to happen, potentially at a time when everyone is not as fresh as they were this time 18 months ago. And I've had a number of conversations with um, teams of all sorts of different um, professions, industries and sizes. And um, yeah, quite a few people are seeing that it's going to be a bit of a full on ride over the next couple of months as we work our way through this. Yeah, definitely. And I think the other thing that's coming through um, is that bit around, but I haven't got time to make time for me. And that because we've got to keep going. And as you said, it's autumn now officially. And therefore, it, it is that, as some people are saying this week, it's a bit like, oh, we're on that downhill, you know, to into winter and the dark nights again and the dark mornings. And I've got to, you know, get up in the fog or whatever it is. So there's this already people are starting to, if you like, some people are starting to set their minds up for this tough bit of you know um, turmoil and upset and actually it's not about that it's about how can you reframe your thinking so that you you know you are looking after yourself and providing self-care around making sure like we've said you know a couple of times before that whole physical well-being has to be there you know you've got to think of you know being you know, your personal space as well what does that look like you know and thinking about 
you know, your emotional as well as your maybe spiritual. So, you know, what are you doing to connect back in with who you are um, as well? And I think there's also this bit about creating that healthy space for you. So you can have that time for you and thinking about how do you start to put your needs first as well as maybe other people. So, you know, the whole work piece going on as well. How are you structuring or maybe restructuring and setting your boundaries, making breaks and and being conscious of it, I think is really important. Yeah. And and taking the responsibility of the captain, being the captain of your own ship as well. So um, I, it was brilliant reading um, some advice for sailing through rough seas from a, uh, a, a yacht um, online blog. And it was just brilliant. There's so many transferable things that we can take from the world of sailing. Because of course, as you said, you know, actually the, the descent into winter could be an amazing uphill experience where, you know, the hoog kicks in, that sense of cosiness rather than that sense of being kind of cold, etc. And actually, there are hundreds and thousands of people that actively choose to go sailing through rough mm. times because they've never <laughs> felt so alive. And they, yes. they, they kind of find it exhilarating. But you've got to travel well. So yes. if you feel like you're going to have a few... Big waves happening in your um, personal, professional, domestic, or corporate life coming up. Then, actually, if you were going to be sensible and smart and safe setting out to sail, you've got to check your weather report. So, scan the horizon. What does it look like over the next four weeks? What's going to be drawn upon in terms of your own levels of resilience and energy? And be your own CEO, Chief Energy Officer. If you know you've got some big old things that are there underwater, well, what can you already do to get yourself set up so that as and well they, they do emerge, you're all a bit more prepared. If you're knackered now and you have no time to think, then you're certainly not going to feel more equipped if uh, you kind of carry on as you are and you become more strained. I'll tell you what made me giggle, um, uh, Debs. So um, this phrase, I think you'd love it. An ounce of prep saves a pound of trouble. Oh, I know you love stuff like that. I reckon you should tell your dad that. That's like a dad <laughs> phrase, isn't it? That we can sort of <laughs> pass down through the generations. And apparently you've got to watch out for the coiled lines. So the things that potentially are a little bit twisted, that means when you need them, they're not as straight and ready to go as you need. So get your life as organised as you can. So it means it's less stress day to day. And you've got to watch out for assholes, apparently. <laughs> can you say that again? <laughs> assholes I thought oh, I'd do okay. the American sound a bit less for any children that are listening in in the background um, so I thought there were some wonderful um, bits that we can transfer and the one I would just wanted to get your thought on is planning in bolt holes which is looking at the map and looking out on the journey you're going to take if there's going to be some rough weather planning those calmer areas of known patches of sea that are your kind of your bolt holes. So um, where is your kind of your lock, you know, your, your place that you're able to go and just rest for a bit so then you can uh, be equipped to travel those seas. So what would your advice be in terms of creating these bolt holes, these passages, these packets of time that we are then able to, um, you know, get boost our resilience and get, get ready for the journey ahead? Yeah, that's such a good way of looking at it, actually, because I think you've got to schedule it in. So, you know, I was talking earlier to a team of people today that, you know, might work 13, 14, 15 hour shifts, so they don't necessarily have that time. So we set them the challenge today about scheduling that in. So out of their, you know, working week. So I just, you know, we sort of discussed about having can, you know, can they take 10 minutes in that week 
just for themselves. And they looked at me and went, yeah, (laughs) okay, are you doing that now? And no, okay, so how are you going to put that in? So we then talked about that, making sure that we do schedule it in and prioritise your own needs. You've got to know what you need as well, I think. So taking that moment to stop and think, you know, yes, it's going to be a rough ride over the next couple of weeks, months, whatever, but it doesn't have to be. Not if I plan it, as you said, and prep it, and then set your boundaries so that you um, you have your boundaries in place. So you know where you are, what you're going to do, how do you say yes, how do you say no to things, so that you're, you know, so you're prioritising your own self-care in the middle of all of this as well. And 10 minutes out of a week, I challenge anybody to not find 10 minutes out of their own week just to do something where they prioritise themselves and put their needs first. So you can care for yourself on that fundamental level, um, you know, of the four cornerstones that make us who we are, you know, that, you know, spiritual, physical, emotional and mental well-being, you know, that's going to make a massive difference. And by focusing it, I think, little and often, um, because if you set yourself up to say, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to take every single day, I'm going to take three hours out for myself, you're never going to do it, because you're not in that habit of doing it. So little and often, enables you to catch that moment. So little things you can do to help. Debs, I love it. So is it almost like you've got to check as you go, you've got to check your compass. And I'm thinking those four things you said is your north, south, east, west almost, isn't it? And you've got to check. I may be circling and spinning around in a moment. I haven't even had time to think, but let me just do a quick glance over to my north. So which one do you think would be like the north? Of those four bits. Oh, yeah, and let's see if we one. can think. If anyone listening thinking, I am wrung out. I have got so much on. I have not got time to sit there and do all this meditating stuff. Do you know, I saw a fantastic meme today. If if you think you haven't got time to meditate, it's time to meditate. So anyway, it felt like it was. And if you think you haven't got, yeah, if you think you haven't got enough time to meditate properly, then do it twice as long. And I just thought that oh, was so brilliant. such a fab little catch. But yeah, if we apply those four cornerstones of self care into a compass that enables someone who is, you know, kind of rushed off their feet at the moment just to keep an eye on the overall direction. What do we think would be the north, the south, the east and the west and what might be a really practical, might just be a couple of minutes, but transforms that sense of purpose and direction by taking that time out for you. So what might be the nice link then? North, south, east, west. What were the four again? They were, I'll tell you what they are. So they are your spiritual, your physical... That's Eastern. That is, that's, that's Eastern. your East. Spiritual is your East. So your East. Spiritual Eastern. So that's looking at making sure you've built in time alone um, for yourself where you can, you know, if you do want to meditate or just actually, I think, just to sit still sometimes, just to sit and just, you know, wherever you are and just stop and slow your brain down. So definitely let's head East on the spiritual one for that one. So next time you're waiting for a bus, in the car park, you've just arrived at something, turn off the radio, turn off the noise and just sit, deep breaths, eyes closed, three minutes, Debs, can that really make a difference? Oh my God, a huge difference. And if you're doing it little and often, so instead of thinking, oh my God, I'm wasting my time waiting in traffic or sitting here waiting for a part or whatever, or sitting on the train or something, just just do that. No more than three minutes. And the difference it will make to you, you're absolutely calm yourself down, your breath will slow down, your mind slows down with it and you're in a different state. And that's um, that's what we need to be in and which links into our mental. 
beautiful. So along the rough seas, I can do a quick check to check how I am in terms of my east of that compass. That's a spiritual bit. Brilliant. What's the next one? So we've then got to look after our mental health as well. So making sure, you know, we are looking after it, not getting overworked, overstressed about stuff, making sure that we are meeting our needs, making sure that we are thinking about what's important for us. Um, so we're looking after, you know, sort of our mental well-being as well. So it's like once I know that bit, where next? I get excited now because, of course, the head's at the top of your body. So that's north. That's yes. checking your north, isn't checking it? Checking your north, so, yes. Checking your north. So that is where where am I at right now in terms of my mental health? What's working? What's not? And then a little kind of tweak can then mean you can set yourself on your journey. And uh, that question, how am I feeling? What's going on for me right now? Might then just help reset some balance if you've got something that's a little bit nerve wracking ahead of you. Love it. What's the next one? So then we, I would say we'd look at our um, our emotional well-being, actually thinking about, you know, again, what does that mean for us? Making sure that we're having maybe more of an optimistic outlook making sure we are dealing with our emotions that come up and our our sense of being. So what sensations are we experiencing and what does that mean for us? And, and how are we doing things that bring us joy and happiness? So we're lifting our spirits, if you like, as well. So that whole emotional well-being is really, really key to this one. And I think that sort of sits... That definitely feels like a south, doesn't definitely it? That's that kind south. of yes. pole of your emotion, which can drag you up or lift you up. And then we've got the kind of the mental, which is uh, the north, lovely. And then what goes nicely with our west? So, so we our head little... west, right? We go west, Laura, as they say. Let's go west with our physical. So where are we going to go with that? So what are we doing to do maybe some stretching maybe just sitting in your chair and you know putting your arms up above your head if you can and just stretch them out you know we can do some of that you know thinking about um our what we're eating through the day can absolutely help us you know making sure that we're doing some things around walking and and again changing your environment can also make a bit big difference to you so that you know that physical space that you're creating um i think that also makes a huge difference and and thinking about how you know can, can, you know people are traveling at the moment getting and you know they're pushing us to use more london transport and get on the buses you know which we can do but you can also get off a stop earlier and you could walk so you can take in what's your surroundings and be in that moment and you're going to help with your physical space too yeah, love it. So that little daily check across at the compass. Um, so if you've got a bit of a rough couple of weeks, uh, each day, just having a quick check to your physical sense, follow the sun. That's west, isn't it? Is that yes. the direction the sun goes? Follow the sun. Is that the, the way sun. it goes? Don't ask me. I, uh, uh, I think so, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think you must do. Yeah. yeah, I think I was off that day we studied that one. But anyway, um, so what, uh, What? of course, that then encourages us to do is to make whatever might feel a little bit like a hassle, oh, I've got to travel there, into a benefit. It lifts us then, it's something then new, and it can then sort of change our, our mindset for it. So I guess what we're talking about is if this is um, season where in your neck of the woods, things are likely to get a little bit rougher for whatever reason. Um, in the meantime, as we're all lighting our candles because the electricity runs out... How do we also <laughs> keep our eyes on the prize, which is a yeah. general sense of purpose and direction? 
The plan may change because the weather conditions may change, but a smooth sea never did make a skilled sailor. The Very skills true. we are acquiring, try saying that with a lisp, Dev, by um, reminding ourselves to do a general check of the weather conditions ahead, mm-hmm. regularly check your compass. And hopefully yes. what we've, um, you know, this has given me some food for thought in terms of, it doesn't have to be the big stuff. It's no, it the small doesn't. stuff. And it's all free. It's not, you don't have to pay out tons of money to get it either, actually, Law. It's all free and doesn't involve a lot of money or potentially a lot of time. You just need to have to prioritise it and schedule that self-care in until it becomes part of who you are. And that the more often you do it, the better you get at it, you see the benefits of it, then you want to keep doing it more. So it's about you know, recreating, you know, what works for you and those new habits that enable you to keep moving forward um, and prioritising you. And and as we go over the next couple of weeks and months, you know, you have to look after you. Yeah, I love it. And, 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 and the moment I read it, I thought, God, I don't know how practical that is for um, kind of a, a working life, if that makes sense. But apparently the most successful, effective sailors, there's 10 hours of prep, for one hour of successful sailing. Now, we may, may not be able to do that. I might not be able to do 80 hours of self-care to give me eight hours of kind of, you know, full professional, but it certainly does get you thinking about actually part of jobs now, part of working now is having the discipline and the sense of self-awareness to look after yourself in order to do that work. Because if you've fallen overboard and everyone else is so strung out they even notice that they've lost you, then the ship's not going anywhere anyway. So do what we can. And I know that different people have different seas and oceans and boats that they're sailing in. But I guess our call to action is nothing in your world works if you're not okay. So it really is time to take control of and and steer in a way that's going to mean that you get through there safely and effectively. Yeah, and I think also get over this this, um, hang up that some some people have about self-care is really indulgent. You know, if you, as you said, why would you not look after you? You look after everyone else. Yet you need to absolutely keep keep an eye on what you're doing and how you're being and how you're feeling too. Um, you know, it, it's so important for for everything um, to be able to live, if you like, that compassionate existence as well. Yeah, love it. So, as we know, um, oh, coach, um, it's just wishful thinking if there's not actually some kind of what, how, when. So, for anyone listening in going, do you know what? This was perfectly timed. That's just the message I need to hear. (laughs) What would be your what, how and when, your call to action, your challenge for this week? My challenge for this week is to identify what it is that you need that's going to lift you up and keep you buoyant and then schedule it in. Even if it's 10 minutes in a week, put book it in. I am I yeah, I will ask, I'll challenge anybody that tells me they cannot find 10 minutes um outside of sleeping um to find just 10 minutes in their day. So find 10 minutes in your in your week even and start there. And then once you've done that, acknowledge that you've done it, celebrate that success. And then do it again. So, and then again, and then again. So it becomes 10 minutes every single day. And then just watch the difference and notice it. That little and often, little and often. Love it. My share of the secret would be, would be think of someone within your network with whom you kind of work with each other. 
get anchored together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and because uh, teamwork makes the dream work. None of these amazing sailing expeditions work with everyone kind of working independently. Find your team, your, your current set of people, share the secret, get them listening to this and decide how you're going to keep each other and hold each other to account in terms of programming in that time for you. Um, so Debs, what is going to be your time for you this week? We've got to put our money where our mouth is, haven't we? So yes. what is going to be your thing that for you is your act of self-care? Yes. So my act of self-care is actually on Friday, I have scheduled in actually an hour um, just to sit quietly and not do anything. I haven't got anything planned apart from my time. That's all I've written in my diary. So not to do anything with it. I haven't planned anything as such. It's just booked out. And as I wake up on that day and think, oh, yeah, I'm going to actually do that. That's what I'm going to do. God, nice. You're such a slacker. Ha! <laughs> 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 ah, yeah, you wouldn't mind looking over your VAT return at the same time. Yeah, That'd yeah. be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, no, you're absolutely right. That is your sacred space. Wonderful. And I've made a decision this week that I'm going to restart playing the piano. Oh, uh, They're the right notes, not necessarily in the right order, but <laughs> there's you're nothing like... you go. Absolutely. There's nothing trying, like trying to hack out chopsticks that makes you realise I should stick with a day job, which means I enjoy my day job more. But that kind of... <laughs> Actual, let's put in some time other than yep. staring at a screen. Um, yes. I feel a hell of a lot fresher as a result of it. So um, may that inspire Definitely. others to put something in for them. Well, this has been our third episode as part of our Ways of Working September focus. So um, really looking forward to our final part of this season next week, which is our three-month vision. So what we're we heading for, how we're going to arrive at Christmas, feeling younger, fresher, more successful... <laughs> than we do now. What is that three-month vision? So really yep. looking forward to um, chat that over with you next week. Have a fantastic week. Love you lots. Love you too, Law. See you next week. Bye. Bye. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. We'd love to hear from you. Drop us an email on secretsfromacoach at aol.com or follow us on Instagram at secretsfromacoach.com.